Welcome to the Rise Podcast. This show, Bay Splendor. The San Francisco Bay is a place of great biological diversity. The bay and its coastal wetlands support hundreds of species of birds, mammals, and fish. And at the bottom of the food chain, creatures almost smaller than the eye can see form the basis for this ecological web of life. This magnificent body of water is truly a feast for the senses. Join us as we take a tour of this bay splendor. Okay, so here we are. It's a beautiful day in the San Francisco Bay. I've got my trusty kayak. Plopping it into the water. So, when you're launching from a dock, you have to scoot your butt over onto the boat. Whoops. And it's always a little tricky getting in your tippy kayak. Good. Rudder down, paddle in my hands, push off. Time for a voyage. Paul McHugh has been covering the Bay Area's natural environment as a journalist for over 30 years now, yakking and kayaking around the Bay. I'm Paul McHugh, longtime Bay Area resident, longtime Bay Area writer. And I've enjoyed this Bay in many ways since I moved to Northern California. I've sailed on it, I've swum in it. My absolute favorite thing to do is kayak on it. You get down on the level of the harbor seals and the water birds. Today is a beautiful day. It's uh, foggy, but it's got a nice mild breeze blowing into the Golden Gate. Paul is not the only one enjoying this early morning on the bay. Okay, well, first thing I'm going to do is open up this hole and check the basement. And let's crawl down here, turn a couple of lights on so I can see what I'm stepping in. Mick Menigo is on a larger vessel docked at the Emeryville Marina. Okay. He's getting his boat ready for a nature trip across the bay and through the Golden Gate into the open ocean beyond. You know, you, you come in, you just look and make sure that there aren't any changes. No oil stains anywhere. No water, of course. My name is Mick Menigo, owner-operator of the Superfish. We do uh, mostly charter boat fishing, but we do everything from uh, ash scattering to whale watching trips, nature trips. And then uh, we also do uh, these shark watching trips where we run out and throw a shark cage in the water and a few hardy souls jump in that cold water out there and uh, try and see a shark in the shark's living room or the dining room, I guess, would be a more appropriate term. A little soap, get a little water here, grab a scrub brush. One of the not so glamorous parts in the boating industry. When you're in the water, like this, you really get a feel for the size of the bay and its beauty. A little jolt of the current, twist of the wave, blast of the wind. 
makes you feel closer to the animals because that's what their life is all about. Both Paul and Mick appreciate the bay's life from their different perspectives. The birds are flying. A lot of turns out this morning. Oh, there goes a turn with breakfast. He's got it hanging from his beak. And another little guy chasing him. You know, the left turn, right turn, the U-turn, the illegal turn. Uh, sorry, bad joke. <laughs> See what else? You have uh, a whole lot of shorebirds. Uh, your egrets, really, really pretty white birds, pure white, typically with a long yellow bill. Cattle egrets, snow egrets, great egrets. Your great blue herons, which is kind of like a, a great egret with a, with a paint job. And now here's an avocet floating calmly in the water, giving me the bird eye as I approach. It's funny to see the birds feeding on the water. They float and their heads are poking up like a periscope. Then suddenly it's, ooga, dive, dive, and they just disappear. There's another curlew, black neck stilts, common yours. And then there are the fish below. I wonder what's swimming underneath me right now, under this slate green water. Could it be one of those great white sharks that they say sometimes comes in? Could it be a sturgeon? I've seen sturgeons come blasting out of the water like a Polaris missile right beside my kayak in a couple of locations. It's really dramatic. There's such ancient dinosaur-like fish that uh, it's quite spectacular and startling. It's like a visit from the past. You know, there's everything from gobies, flounder, striped bass, you have salmon, anchovies, herring, sardines. You got, you know, shellfish, your clams, uh, oysters, mussels, down to uh, plankton, the zooplankton, the phytoplankton. And then, of course, your other critters chew on that. So you have this great big kind of bouillabaisse base of uh, wonderful life. And it's just the food chain at work. And at the top of the food chain are the mammals. Oh, there's a little harbor seal. Poking his head up, giving me the eyeball. Very cute. When they poke their heads up like that, it looks like a little gray boulder with eyes and whiskers. Cartoon boulder. He's still looking at me. I guess he likes my boat. And then, of course, you have your whales that come into the bay. Uh, gray whales more than any other. Sub-adults, it's pretty much normal. You know, you can't tell a teenager not to go there. He's got to see it all. I mean, I was probably the worst. Typically they come in and sometimes they hang out for a day or two and then they hit the road. And not to forget the people who are certainly part of this ecosystem. And then there's rowers, there's windsurfers, there's kiteboarders, there's sailors. A lot of recreation on the bay, a lot of industry too. I reckon there's like 75,000 large vessel voyages on the bay per year. And that includes ferries and tugboats, ocean liners, freighters, tankers. So when you're in a little kayak, you have to keep a weather eye out. Those boats move a lot faster than they look. There comes a giant container vessel 
One of the big boys, probably about 900 feet long, crowded with containers. I wonder what it's carrying and where it's going. Good morning. Well, watch your step. Go ahead and put your stuff inside somewhere if you want, under the seats here, under the tables inside. Mick has been prepping the superfish this morning for an excursion into the San Francisco Bay and beyond. Some more people wandering around. I guess the gang's trickling in. Mm -hmm. This gang is a group from the Audubon Society out on a bird watching trip. Um, good morning. Thanks for uh, getting up early. I'm Bob Power, executive director of the chapter. I want to do a few introductions. Uh, David Winflimer, naturalist from uh, Point Reyes. I am Mick. I'll be driving the boat. Um, safety, safety, safety. This deck's just as hard as it looks. You don't want to have a close encounter with your nose on it. As we go out, we're probably going to see some uh, turns past the docks and uh, pigeon guillemots, and uh, we're likely to bump into common mers uh, fairly quickly. And... Uh, this is where I drive from, the center of operations. So all the engine gauges, fish finding equipment, autopilots, radios, and all my fancy stuff to make my job a little easier. So there's a cormorant, two o'clock, flying from left to right with a white flank marks. While the bird watchers are scanning the bay from the deck of the superfish, Paul is low to the water in his kayak, keeping an eye out for the boats. There's the blue and gold ferry boat, the Golden Bear. You hear our diesels. Top deck is crowded with people wearing uh, hoodies and waving cameras around. I'm waving at the people and they're waving back. Morning. Here comes the wake of the ferry boat. It's a little steep because he's going so slow. Make you feel a little chippy. Okay, here we go. Here comes the bow. Up over the wave, into the trough, up over the wave, into the trough, up over the wave, into the trough. Okay. Negotiated safely, Captain. Very good. With a lull in boat traffic around him, Paul can take a broader view of the bay. This is San Francisco Bay. 470 square miles of open water. 1,600 square miles if you add in the delta. It's actually amazingly shallow. The average is less than 20 feet in depth. That's about 120, 180 feet around Angel Island and Raccoon Strait and 313 feet under the Golden Gate Bridge. While most people refer to the San Francisco Bay, this body of water is actually a thriving estuary. You've got salt water coming from the sea, fresh water coming from the land, and all mixing in the bay. It's uh, like a giant cocktail shaker with a nice salty drink. And God is the mixologist, and the way that works is salt water is heavier, goes low, fresh water is lighter, it rides up high, and where they meet and mingle is very rich biological activity. But the real action is happening along the shore. The marshes and the wetlands are extremely important to the bay for a whole lot of reasons. Um, it's nursery land for an awful lot of critters. It's also filtration for where water comes into the bay. The rushes, the reeds and things that grow in these uh, marshes that are essentially a giant filtering device. As the superfish heads out under the Golden Gate Bridge, it passes an important haul-out spot for seals. 
uh, we're going to be going underneath the middle of the bridge there. It's uh, about 350 feet deep. Yeah, there's a, a rocky area that the uh, harbor seals haul out. So we'll pull in there and take a look at them. And... So we're slowing down just to pull into this cove on your uh, Point Diablo. Those things that look like big sausages up on the rocks here are harbor seals. There's about 500 harbor seals that breed in San Francisco Bay. It's very important for them to actually get out of this cool marine water simply to warm up. So I am now paddling with the tide. I'm being carried on the wings of angels. Well, maybe mermaids. Well, wait, mermaids don't have wings. I'm being carried on the wings of angels wearing aqualons. Paul is also making his way out to the Golden Gate Bridge. It dwarfs his tiny kayak. So now I'm getting closer to the Golden Gate Bridge. It's beautiful, it's kind of half shrouded by fog and mist. So as I paddle, get up a good rhythm, stay warm in this kind of cool moving air. The breeze is fresh in my face. The official agenda for today's Superfish tour is bird watching, but everyone is keeping an eye out for whales. Do we chase whales down? Yeah. You know, if I hear some stuff, okay. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I'm sure they want to see whales, dolphins. Okay, sounds good. Mick is not just a boat captain. I was educated over Davis. I have a degree in fish and wildlife biology. He also has a seat on the advisory council for the Gulf of the Fairlawns National Marine Sanctuary. You know, I try and get a little bit more in depth. The whales are super cool. You know, the humpbacks are inquisitive. The blue whales are just enormous. Uh, the gray whales, there's a lot of them. And then all, the, you know, the dolphins that we see, the porpoises that we see, the birds that we see, all the inter different interactions between them. I love to show it to other people that are interested. All right, now, really getting close to the bridge. It looks like it'll be easy to swing around the South Tower which is my plan. You just start to hear the traffic going by. And I can see what those brown pelicans were flying for. They're, they're having breakfast. I see about 20 of them out there. And they're soaring, splashing, soaring, splashing. So there's quite a feed going on at this point. Meanwhile, Mick's superfish has ducked under the Golden Gate Bridge and made it out into open waters. One container ship going out, one coming in. Keeping our eyes open, but at this point, everything looks good. Pick me up, Pete. The super fish calling. I got a nature trip. Do you see any nature on your way up the hill today? Uh, yeah. They were, they were breaching. Perfect. Right there, like, shipping channel area, that area there? Yeah, Roger. Very good. Thank you for that. There's been a few blues, a bunch of humpbacks, uh, still a couple of grays. It's a foggy day on the bay. The birds are out to play. And what do you say? So am I. My hat just blew off. Breeze is a little stiffer than I thought. Paul knows better than to take his small kayak past the Golden Gate. I'm gonna make the sweep back into the bay. So there's the beautiful San Francisco hillside shrouded in fog. 
like a demure maiden with a veil of mist drawn across her face. Just beyond the bridge, the crowd on the Superfish encounters the big boys. And we do have humpbacks in front of the boat. If you look ahead of the boat about a half a mile, you'll see something flying out of the water. That's his pectoral flipper, doing a little flipper flopping. Oh, there's the blowout there, 10 o'clock. Oh, right there. Wow. Wow. Whoa, it's arching its back. When you see the whale arching its back quite a bit, that's an indication that it's going to raise its fluke out of the water and then go down for a deeper dive. Here he comes. He's coming up. There she blows again. In a second. Wow. Whoa, nice smell, huh? Yeah. That whale's been okay. feeding. That's, that is bad breath, yeah, from a whale. Thanks for organizing this, Bob. At the end of the day, the superfish returns to the bay's embrace. And Paul, still cruising its coastline, gives a final salute to the bay's splendid wildlife. Up to Pier 39, poke around here a little bit, and about half dozen seagulls and a couple of brown pelicans lined up, taking a rest. A few tourists walking around, and there's the sea lions on the docks. I'd say there's about 80 of them. Boy, look at those flippers waving in the air. There's one, took a little dive right next to me. And I think I'll just cruise underneath the pier. It looks like I got a good clearance and pop out on the other side. Hmm. Kind of dark under here, but I can see the uh, little light coming through from the other side. So I'm following that little silvery stream of reflected light. Splendor was produced and directed by Claire Schoen. Associate producer and editor, Vanessa Lowe. Original music by Jonathan Mitchell. Special thanks to Erica Moo, Jan Sturman, Stephen Most, and Scott Kuei. To hear all the stories in the RISE series, please visit us online at crise.org. I'm Claire Schoen.